Attention! This makes absolutely no sense. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Sanders Facts. Sanders Facts Podcast, what is going on, y'all? Welcome into the latest edition of the Sanders Facts Podcast. I am, of course, the aforementioned Xander, episode 47 of the podcast on the final week of December. It is holiday season. Happy holidays, y'all. If you celebrate one of the many holidays that are being celebrated on these days, final week of December, it is Wednesday, December 29th. We are coming out with episode 47 of the podcast 2021 is over. In fact, Friday is New Year's Eve. Saturday is the first day of 2022. And, of course, that means some football's going on. Big football, like college football playoff, like what we're going to talk about on this podcast this week. We're going to go deep down into the semifinals, which take place this Friday. Talk about those. Plus, the NFL, we are two weeks away from the regular season ending and the playoffs beginning. So the NFL picks are back on the podcast this week. We're going to get into all of those. It's a football-centric podcast. Oh, yay. To cap off the first year of the Xander's Facts podcast. And hopefully, it won't be that long of a podcast this week because I don't want to be going on for an hour yammering about football. So, true that. Before we begin, as always, if you like the Xander's Facts podcast, if you want to support Xander's Facts podcast, if you think you're going to like the Xander's Facts podcast this week, all the football facts, then remember, click the follow button on this podcast, download this episode, episode 47 of the podcast, rate the podcast, review the podcast, five stars, all the nice ratings, and then go follow on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the socials, Xander's Facts, that is Xander with a Z, and then, most importantly, you gotta tell all your friends, Xander's Facts Podcast, tell them all that all your holiday greetings, it doesn't matter if, you know, what crazy stuff they believe. Tell them Xander's Facts Podcast because it's got all the facts, including all the football facts this week. As we begin the podcast with the college football playoff semifinals, because those take place this Friday. This Friday is New Year's Eve. It is the first time since 2016 that the semifinals for the college football playoff are taking place on New Year's Eve. And it is the eighth time, the eighth straight year that we are having the college football playoffs. Because before that, it was the BCS. That was the national championship game. We were like, nah, how about four teams? So back then it was two, now it's four. Before the BCS in the 90s and all the way back, they didn't have a national championship game. It was whoever was ranked at the top of the poll. But there were multiple polls, so there were split champions, which didn't make any sense. Disgusting! So now, there's only one champion. But... We still might expand the playoff, because back then, when they had all the conversations, they were like, four is good, that was eight years ago. Now, we might want six, or eight, or twelve, or sixteen, or twenty-four, or thirty-two, or however many. That's a lot of numbers. But it looks like eight or twelve is what they're talking about right now. A bunch of leaders in college football and all that stuff are discussing whatever. They have a committee or some sort. That's made up of some people who are getting to decide these things for whatever reason. But right now, the college football playoffs at four. It looks like it's going to stay that way for the next few years because their television contract doesn't run out until 2026. But after that, or before, we might see an expanded playoff of eight or 12 teams, which I would like because it'd give my teams a better chance, even though they have zero chance right now. That's impressive. But we'll see how that goes. But right now... There are four teams in this year's playoff. So to get you ready for Friday's games, there's two games. There's a bunch of bowl games going on, but there's two semifinal games on Friday 
So now, to get you all ready, it's time to break down this year's matchups, and I'm going to give you my picks so you know who to be rooting for and maybe put a little money down. I didn't say that. Who would? So, before we start with the matchups, a few quick notes on the playoff. As I said, this is the eighth straight year that the champion of college football is going to be decided by the college football playoff. There's no more split champions like there were back in the day. There's one champion, whoever wins the national championship game of the college football playoff. And including this season's participants, there have been eight college football playoffs. 13 teams have participated in the playoff with Alabama, who was in this year's playoff, having the most appearances with seven, followed by Clemson with six, and Ohio State and Oklahoma each have four. And only one team has won all of their playoff games. That would be Louisiana State University Tigers, who won their semifinal game and their national championship game back in 2019. That was Joe Burrow, Edward Geron, that whole one of the greatest teams in college football who went undefeated, won everything, beat Alabama. They were dominant. But 2019 was the only year LSU was in the playoffs. So technically, they have won all their college football playoff games and they're the only team to do so. Gash facts. And there are four teams out of those 13 who have made the playoff but have not won any of their games. Those are Notre Dame, Florida State, Michigan State, and Washington. But Notre Dame is the only team out of those four to play in multiple college football playoffs. Florida State, Michigan State, and Washington have all only played in one playoff. And those were like the first few years the playoff was alive. And by the way, before we get into this, the college football playoff committee, I guess, whatever they are, has said... That if there's a COVID issue, because there have been many COVID issues with the Bulls, a bunch of bowl games have been canceled, or some teams have had their games canceled because of the other team's COVID issues and other teams, so then they come together, and teams that weren't supposed to play each other are now playing each other in the bowl games. Get that dough! But the Omicron variant is definitely having an impact. As we talked about last week with Hillbilly about the NBA, it's been affecting the NBA, the NHL, the NFL college football, college basketball, a bunch of college basketball games have been postponed too, and a bunch of college football bowl games have been canceled. Uh-oh. So, the College Football Playoff Selection Committee said that if a team cannot play due to COVID, that is basically a forfeit, and the next team gets to go on to the championship. And if the team that is in the championship cannot play because of COVID, then the other team wins the national championship. What? Which, I mean, you can't postpone it like two weeks or whatever, but apparently not. So apparently we could have a championship by forfeit this season, which would be terrible, but that's, ugh, whatever. So, the four teams who have made the college football playoff this season. The first ranked team is Alabama, of course, who only lost one game. They went 12-1 and this season, 8-1 and in the SEC, a seventh time, a record that Alabama has returned to the playoff. They have only missed one playoff in the eight years of existence. This is a fact. That's pretty crazy, and also not fair. Earlier on in the season, though, Alabama actually looked vulnerable, like they might not make the playoff. They beat a Florida team who was top-ranked at the time, but they collapsed down the stretch. They only beat them by two points. They only beat LSU and their lame duck coach, Coach Ogo Tigers. They only beat them by six, and they only beat Arkansas by seven, and their lone loss of the season came at Texas A&M 41-38, and if you remember at the beginning of the season, we were like, Texas A&M could make the playoff. They were ranked fourth, I believe, in the preseason poll, but they kind of sputtered their way. They did not have the best season this year, but Texas A&M still beat Alabama and are the only team so far 
to beat Alabama. So that was Alabama's lone blemish on their record this season. But as things usually do for the Crimson Tide, things started coming together because after that Texas A&M loss, of course, they got another bunch of big wins, but they only beat Auburn, who only won six games this year, by two points in the Iron Bowl. Of course, that's the Iron Bowl, all that rivalry stuff. But then the Tide came into the SEC championship game against Georgia as an underdog, and Alabama has not been an underdog in a few years. That's something rare for Alabama under Nick Saban. So then, as of course Alabama's going to do when you call them an underdog and say, we don't really think you're that great, of course they dismantled Georgia. They beat them up. Georgia was, everyone was saying their defense is probably one of the best we have ever seen. They scored 41 points on Georgia's greatest of all time defenses. 41 to 24, they beat Georgia. They controlled nearly every facet of that game. And once again, Alabama this season has NFL talent at nearly every position, including the winner of this season's Heisman Trophy, Bryce Young, their quarterback, who was only a redshirt freshman. He had 461 total yards of offense in the SEC Championship. That is the most ever in the SEC Championship game which has been going on since the 90s. That was a fact. And finally, the Crimson Tide are looking for their 19th, 19, 19th national championship. They currently have 18, and that is third most behind powerhouses Princeton and Yale. Who? Who I don't think have won a championship since, like, the 1930s. But this would be Alabama's 13th championship in the poll era, which began in 1936. So that's Alabama. They are the top-ranked team in this year's playoff. Number two... Here we go! This team is making their first appearance in the playoff, and they have become the third team from the Big Ten Conference to make the college football playoff, along with Ohio State Michigan State. It is Michigan, who also went 12-1 this season and went 9-1 in Big Ten play. Michigan was definitely not a sure thing to make their first playoff. They entered the season not even close to playoff relevancy because last season they were not even close. They went two and four last season in that short COVID Big Ten schedule, and their head coach Jim Harbaugh was probably on the verge of being shown the door in an arbor. But he got some assurances. He took a pay cut. He totally revamped his staff. And this season, it looked like it would be make or break for Michigan. How'd that go? And the Wolverines started strong. They won their first seven games, getting into the top 10, which set up a top 10 matchup with their in-state rival, Michigan State, who was also somewhat of a surprise, at least earlier in the season. And that ended up being Michigan's only loss of the season, because after that, they survived Penn State, which set up a matchup in the game with Ohio State, two one-loss teams, winner going to the Big Ten Championship, a team Jim Harbaugh had never beaten as the head coach of Michigan. And it turns out, at a season-high 169 rushing yards by Michigan's running back Hassan Haskins, was kind of enough for the Wolverines because they beat Ohio State for the first time in a decade, 42-27. to And then next week in the Big Ten Championship game, a 42-3 thumping of Iowa, who was also ranked, gave the Wolverines their first win in a Big Ten championship game. That was their first ever Big Ten championship game. And it gave them the second place ranking in the playoff that they have now. And the aforementioned Hassan Haskins, that running back, has been a major reason why Michigan has been able to get to their first playoff. He has helped Michigan 
lead the Big Ten in rushing, and has a team record 20 rushing touchdowns this season. And by the way, their defensive end, Aiden Hutchinson, who we've mentioned on this podcast before, that's because he garnered the fourth most votes in the Heisman Trophy race this season. He went up to New York, didn't win it. That was Bryce Young of Alabama. But the Wolverines are looking for their 10th recognized national championship, although this would be just their fifth where the title is not shared, and it would be just their third in the poll era, which of course begins in 1936, as we mentioned. Too many facts. That's Michigan. They are number two, and they are representing the Big Ten. But number three is the second team from the SEC to make the playoff this season. It is Georgia, of course. They are making their second appearance in the playoff, and they are one of three SEC teams to have made the playoff, along with Alabama and LSU. Georgia also went 12-1 and this season and 8-1 and in SEC play. Are you sure? And as mentioned previously, Georgia's defense has garnered a ton of praise this season as possibly one of the best ever that we've ever seen. All throughout the season, people were talking about it. And for good reason, too, because the highest points that they allowed in a game during the regular season was 17 to Tennessee. And they held some pretty good teams to very low scoring totals this season. First game of the season was a big matchup against Clemson, although Clemson didn't turn out to be what they what we thought they'd be. But they held Clemson to three points in their season opener. They shut out Vanderbilt, Georgia Tech, and Arkansas when they were ranked number eight in the country, and they got double-digit wins over then-ranked Auburn and Kentucky. So things were going good this season for the Bulldogs. Then came the SEC championship game, because Georgia came in as an actual decent favorite against Alabama. And of course, you all know, Alabama ran with that underdog mantle. They were like, you really are doubting us? How about this? Georgia got walloped. It doesn't appear that the 41-24 score meant that the game was like much of a blowout, but if you watched it, it kind of was. So now there's a huge question surrounding this Georgia team. The only playoff team to lose in the championship weekend of the season. Was the SEC championship simply a bad game, or is Georgia overrated? Overrated! Overrated! That's Georgia. The Bulldogs are looking for their second overall national championship. This would be their first since 1980. And the final team that is making the playoff at number four, they are making their first appearance in the playoff, and... This team is becoming the first team not in a Power 5 conference to make the college football playoff. They're not in the ACC, not in the Big 10, not in the Big 12, not in the Pac-12, not in the SEC. They're in the American Athletic Conference, Cincinnati, who is ranked fourth in the country by the College Football Playoff Selection Committee, is 13-0. They went 9-0 in conference play. The Bearcats are the only remaining undefeated team in the country albeit against what many have called a cupcake schedule because they haven't faced that many good teams. They've only faced two ranked opponents all season, but their early season win, 21-14 at Notre Dame, is still one of the most impressive wins of the season because Notre Dame was the first team outside looking in. They were ranked fifth in the final playoff rankings this season, so that was a big win. The other win they got against the ranked team was against Houston, and the American Championship game, but Cincinnati feasted on their easy schedule because with the exception of close wins against Navy and Tulsa, they won all their other games by 14 points or more, including their win over Houston and the American Athletic Conference Championship game. So did Cincinnati get a little luck? Because the Pac-12 kind of crashed, the ACC kind of crashed, 
The Big 12 crashed. Yeah. Please. But they also have the talent to back up their fourth place ranking because quarterback Desmond Ritter has been one of the best this season. He is Cincinnati's all-time leader in passing touchdowns. And in his 26 starts at Nippert Stadium, which is the home of the Cincinnati Bearcats, he has never lost. Oh boy. How about that? And the Bearcats are looking for their first ever national championship in the sport of college football. Are they going to get it? Well, it's time for Zaders Picks. Let's talk about it. Let's start with Alabama and Cincinnati. They face off of the 1v4 matchup at the Goodyear Cotton Bowl Classic from Arlington, Texas at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on Friday. This Friday. Friday, December 31st, 2021. And Vegas has Bama as a 13.5 point favorite, which obviously makes sense. You'd think Alabama's going to win this game. 13.5 points. Well, the experience of the playoff is probably going to be a huge factor because this is Cincinnati's first ever trip to the playoff, while Alabama has been here every time except for one, and Nick Saban is looking for his eighth total national championship. He already has the record for total national championships with seven, and he's looking for his seventh at Alabama, which would break the tie he holds with a man named Paul Bear Bryant. The bear! Nice fact. So he might be hungry if he doesn't want to be too nice to the bear. But even though Cincinnati has beaten every team they have played this season, I think the talent gap may just be too much for the Bearcats to handle because Alabama, like every player who's playing for Alabama, is going to be in the NFL at some point. I would expect Alabama to come in and clean things up quickly. I like Alabama winning the game 42-24 and moving on to their second straight and sixth overall college football playoff national championship game. They have been in six of the eight college football playoff national championship games, which is insane. And by the way, if Alabama moves on and wins the national championship, they will become the first team in the college football playoff era to repeat as national champions. It's a fact. How about that? And the other semifinal pits number two Michigan against number three Georgia at the Capital One Orange Bowl from Miami Gardens, Florida at 7.30 p.m. Eastern this Friday. Georgia is the three seed, and they are currently a seven and a half point favorite, according to the odds makers at Vegas. And many will probably be tempted to take Michigan in that scenario, but I'm not so sure because even though Georgia's defense was ripped apart by Alabama, as we all know, we saw that game, Michigan's offense does not look like they are Alabama level. They're still really good, they're just not Alabama level. So, with nearly a month to prepare, I would expect that Georgia's head coach, Kirby Smart, will come up with an excellent game plan on how to stop the Wolverines. Michigan, meanwhile, has been a major surprise this season. This is the first 12-win season for the Wolverines since 1997, and after Jim Harbaugh's reputation cratered in the last few seasons, they did not live up to their hype. He is now once again regarded as one of the best in college football. Surprisingly, this is actually going to be only the second time that these two teams will meet on the football field. These two teams started playing in the late 1800s, but the only other time that these two teams have played football together is back in 1965, when a man named Vince Dooley was the head coach at Georgia. He was only in his second season. The Bulldogs won in Ann Arbor, Michigan, 15-7, to and I would expect a higher scoring matchup than that one on Friday, but I also predict that Georgia is going to stay perfect against Michigan. I think the Bulldogs are going to get the win, 31-21. to 
which would set up an All-SEC Championship game for the second time in the college football playoffs history. The first, of course, was 2018 with Alabama and Georgia. It went to overtime to a tug of Iloa, the throw, touchdown, Alabama wins. We all know Alabama won it again, blah, blah, blah. I didn't ask that. So that is the college football playoff. Alabama and Georgia. We'll see. And hopefully that gets the college football playoff expansion train rolling again because this is kind of like ridiculous. SEC, please give me a break. Where are my Hokies? Nowhere to be found. That stinger, yellow jacket, is the college football playoff semifinals. They take place once again on Friday, this Friday, this week. We get it. Beginning at 3.30 Eastern. That's the 1v4 matchup. Alabama-Cincinnati, 7.30 Eastern is Georgia and Michigan. And now you know who's going to win. And when all your friends ask you, how did you know who's going to win? And how did you know the final score? That's crazy. Xander told me. Xander's facts. That's the college football playoff semifinals. But when we get back from a quick break, we're going to recap week 16, which was last week in the NFL, and Xander's week 17 picks, only two weeks left of the NFL regular season. We're going to break those down right after this as the Xander's Facts podcast continues. Sanders facts. It really seems like LeBron is just going down and Durant, Curry, and Antetokounmpo, the guys that the league kind of needs to build, you know, when LeBron retires so that the league can maintain legitimacy and fans like these guys are stepping up. They are. And I, you know, the, the, the disappointment in the group is Doncic, which a lot of people had as a preseason MVP. And it just, you know, he's still obviously better than I am. Duh. Godzilla gets cold caught. Sanders Facts Podcast, welcome back. It is a frigid football frenzy out there. We are halfway through our football talk this week. We talked about the college football playoff semifinals, which once again take place this Friday. And of course, I gave my picks for the other bowl games, all the other 40 or so, whatever of them. I gave those a couple weeks ago. Go listen to that podcast. Of course, some of those bowl games have been canceled. Some of them now have different teams playing in them. So I. I don't even know how that's going to count. But if you want to go listen to that, go listen to that. That was a couple weeks ago. But now we are on pro football. We're moving over from college to pro because it is week 17 in the National Football League. Last week was week 16. There are only two weeks left of the NFL regular season. We are about to get into January and playoff time. Oh my gosh! Too bad Xander's team sucks so they're not going to the playoffs. Too bad. But there are a bunch of teams that are. So let's talk about what happened last week in week 16 before we get to this week's picks for the NFL. So let's start with Thursday night football, the final Thursday night football of the year. Oh no, the Titans were down 10 points at the half. They were playing the 49ers, but they scored all of their 20 points in the second half to beat the 49ers 20-17. to Then, on Saturday, there was a Christmas Day doubleheader, which featured the Packers holding on against the Browns 24-22, to and the Colts got a huge win on the road against the Cardinals in primetime 22-16. to Then, as we head over to Sunday, the Bengals beat the Ravens 41-21, to thanks to Joe Burrow throwing for 525 yards. And, of course, he was on my bench for the fantasy playoffs. The Bills were able to avenge their earlier loss to the Patriots, 33-21. to Of course, they had that game on Monday night a few weeks ago when it was frigid and snowing, I think, so they just ran the ball and there was a low score and the Patriots won. 
but the Bills won, and now they are on top of the AFC East. How about that? But also, the Texans came up with the upset of the day at home as they beat the Chargers 41-29, and the Rams were able to hold on in Minnesota 30 to 23. And additionally, in the early window of games, the Falcons beat the Lions 20 to 16. The Jets beat the Jaguars 26-21. The Bucks walloped the Panthers 32 to 6. And the Eagles moved into the wild card in the NFC with a 34 to 10 win over the Giants. Are we done yet? And then later on in the day, the Bears got a big win in Seattle. It was snowing in Seattle. The Bears won 25 to 24. The Chiefs kept on rolling. They beat the Steelers 36 to 10, and the Raiders beat the Broncos 17 to 13. And then it was time for Sunday night football. Big game alert! But this Sunday night football game featured a lopsided game of epic proportions because it was the Cowboys and the Washington football team. Bitter NFC East rivals. So you'd expect a good game, right? Well, actually, that is not what happened because the Cowboys put up 42 points in the first half against Washington in a game that was out of hand within the first five minutes. Dallas ended up winning the game 56 to 14. It was awful. Awful. And then on Monday night, the Dolphins tore through the Saints, who were being led by their third string rookie quarterback, Ian Book from Notre Dame. The Dolphins got their seventh straight win, 20 to 3. And last week on my picks, I went 10 and 6, which, by the way, we haven't been doing the picks on the podcast recently, but I am posting the picks on social media Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all those. Sanders Facts Podcast each week is putting the NFL picks on there, so a little plug right there, but that's 62% of games this week that I got right. The yearly record is 149 wins, 91 losses. That's a 63% winning percentage, which is okay, I guess. But before we get to this week's games, let's take a look at the current playoff picture because in the AFC, the Chiefs at 11-4 and four have the best record, and they are the only team so far to have locked up a playoff spot in the AFC. And meanwhile, the Titans, Bengals, and Bills are currently leading their divisions, but they still have not clinched their playoff spots, while the Colts, Patriots, and Dolphins are currently in the wildcard spots. And meanwhile, there are six other teams that have a mathematical chance at going to the playoffs in the AFC. All the six teams that are in the hunt for the AFC are the Chargers, Raiders, Ravens, Steelers, Browns, and Broncos. So all those teams still have a chance. But in the NFC, there are five teams that have clinched a playoff spot. The Packers, Cowboys, Rams, Buccaneers, they all lead their divisions. The Packers have the best record right now. And the Cardinals have also clinched a playoff spot, but they are currently in the wild card because the Rams lead the NFC West. And the 49ers and Eagles currently hold the final two wildcard spots, while the teams that are looking in in the NFC are the Vikings, Falcons, Saints, and Washington. They all have a chance. Washington somehow has a chance, but they're on the outside looking in right now. And remember, there are seven teams from each conference now that go into the playoffs with the expanded wildcard, so only one team from each conference gets a bye in the first round of the playoffs, which is why it is extremely important to have the best record, which right now the Packers and the Chiefs do in their conferences. That's a lot of facts. So that's the playoff picture. That's what happened last week. Let's get to Xander's predictions for week 17 in the NFL. All of the games except for the Monday night game are on Sunday. Let's start 
with the Eagles and the dreaded Washington football team. Eagles got a big win. They have looked really good recently. The Eagles have. They just beat up on two division opponents, including Washington, but now they're playing in Washington, which doesn't mean anything because their field is garbage. However, because I am an idiot, I believe that Washington is going to win the game. That game is 1 o'clock on Fox, even though I have absolutely no faith whatsoever in the Washington football team because they are garbage. The organization is garbage. Dan Snyder needs to sell the team because he is the worst owner in the history of the NFL, the history of major sports. It's awful. And Ron Rivera, their head coach, is going to get blamed for it, but he shouldn't get blamed for it because he's actually a good head coach. He took the Panthers to the Super Bowl, but now they're terrible because their organization's terrible, because they've had all the COVID issues, because they've had all the injuries, and it's been a nonstop barrage of terrible things to happen to the Washington football team, including the fact that they don't have a name because their idiot owner waited for so long to actually change the name. Like, seriously, I don't know why we're in for this team anymore, but I'm going to go for the Washington football team and win this game. Cardinals are my new team. The Rams take on the Ravens at 1 o'clock on Fox. The Rams currently lead the NFC West Division a game over the Cardinals right now. So if they want to get a first-round home game or potentially a first-round bye, then they need to keep winning, and I think they will in Baltimore at 1 o'clock on Fox. I think the Rams are going to win that game. The Buccaneers take on the Jets at 1 o'clock on Fox. Zach Wilson actually looked decent for the first time last week against the Jaguars, so that doesn't mean much, but the Buccaneers should roll over them. That game is 1 o'clock on Fox. The Dolphins take on the Titans at 1 o'clock on CBS. The Dolphins are the first team in NFL history. They started the season 1-7. and seven. The Dolphins are the first team in NFL history to go on a 7-game losing streak and then in the same season go on a 7-game winning streak. If you say so. How about that? The Dolphins are going to continue their winning streak in Nashville. They're going to beat the Titans. The Jaguars head to Foxborough to take on the Patriots at 1 o'clock on CBS. Jags got rid of Urban Meyer. Hallelujah! But they're going to lose to the Patriots big time. The Colts, they host the Raiders at 1 o'clock on Fox. The Colts are looking really good. I predicted they'd go to the playoffs, I believe, at the beginning of the season. In the beginning of the season, they did not look so well. So I was like, ooh, that might have been a bad pick. But they have turned it around. They are doing really well, except for the fact that their quarterback, Carson Wentz, who was a dummy... Because he did not get vaccinated, and now he got the COVID. So, he's probably going to miss their game against the Raiders. Don't be a dummy like Carson Wentz. Let's do it. The Colts are going to win the game anyhow, though. The Chiefs, who are on fire, head to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals, who are also on fire. 1 o'clock on CBS, Joe Burrow had an epic game last week against the Ravens. The Chiefs are a little better than the Ravens, though. However... The game's in Cincinnati, so I think the Bang- it's going to be an offensive shootout. The Bengals are going to beat the Chiefs. How about that? No one else is going to tell you that. Xander's facts just told you the Bengals are going to beat the Chiefs, and it's going to happen. I don't think so. The Giants take on the Bears in Chicago at 1 o'clock on CBS. These two teams are garbage. The Bears, their head coach is probably going to get fired. But I think they're going to win the game to get to their sixth win of the season. The Falcons take on the Bills at 1 o'clock on Fox. The Bills have had their issues so far, but they should beat the Falcons at 1 o'clock. The Texans take on the 49ers at 4.05 on CBS going into the late games. The 49ers have had an up-and-down season. They're still in the hunt for the playoffs, though. But the Texans just got a huge win last week over the Chargers, even though the Texans are out of the playoffs. But I think the 49ers should win at home. The Broncos head to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers at 4.05 on CBS. The Chargers just lost to the Texans. The Broncos just lost to the Raiders. 
but I think the Chargers, who are not out of the playoffs yet, will stay not out of it. I think the Chargers will win the game. The Panthers take on the Saints at 425 on Fox. Hopefully the Saints have their quarterbacks back because their third stringer didn't work out so well against the Dolphins. I think the Saints will beat the Panthers at home. The Lions take on the Seahawks, 425 on Fox. The Seahawks are terrible. Like, they're not a good team this year, but they're taking on a team who is also not very good in the Lions, who have two wins, including one somehow they beat Arizona. They beat them badly, but I think the Seahawks should win that game at home. And then the Cardinals take on the Cowboys and the big 425 game on Fox. The Cowboys are rolling. I don't care. Because the Cardinals are now my team. They're my new team. Debatable. Sorry about it, Kyler Murray bandwagon. The Cardinals are going to win the game. And then Sunday Night Football features an NFC North battle. The Vikings take on the Packers at 820 on NBC. Packers control their own destiny. If they win, they are still in first place in their division and in the NFC trying to get that by. Even though Aaron Rodgers is not my favorite. I will pick the Packers to win 820 on NBC Sunday Night Football. And then to close out week 17, Monday night football, the Browns head to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers in the AFC North. That's Monday night, 815 on ESPN. I believe that the Browns are going to win that game. How about this? The Steelers are 7-7-1 and this season. They, under their head coach, Mike Tomlin, they have never had a losing record. They have finished 500 or above every season under their head coach. That might happen because they're 7-7-1, seven, seven, and one, so they still might get 500, but I think they're going to lose against the Browns. Fact, Nugget. Both those teams have kind of been eh, AFC North. We'll see. But that is all the games for week 17 of the NFL, and next week marks the last week of the NFL regular season. All the games are going to be played on Sunday next week. No Monday night game except for two that are going to be played in a Saturday doubleheader for the first time this season. Both of those Saturday games, as well as the Sunday night game, will have playoff implications is what they're going to say. They haven't announced which games are going to be on Saturday next week or which game is going to be on the Sunday night game. The NFL is going to decide which games are going to be played on Saturday and on Sunday night at the conclusion of this weekend's games, or probably on Sunday night. So, there you go. That's week 17 in the NFL. Now you know who's going to win. Sanders Facts, you know who's going to win this week in the NFL. You know who's going to win the college football playoff semifinal games on Friday. You're all set, and my work here is done. Sanders Facts Podcast. Oh, by the way, Sunday Night Football last week. Remember, it was Washington and Dallas, which was awful. Do better. Well, we were watching that game, and I was finally inspired, Xander himself, to make a TikTok to commemorate the horrific Washington football team loss. Like, that was terrible. So, Xander made a TikTok. It's up. At Xander's Facts on TikTok, brand new account. Go follow Xander's Facts Podcast on the TikTok. Hopefully there's going to be more where that came from. We'll see. We'll see if I get inspired. Xander's Facts Podcast is now on TikTok. Seamless bug. Along with all the other socials. So with that special announcement, Xander's Facts on TikTok, that is all we've got for episode 47 of the Xander's Facts Podcast. Thank you all for listening to all the football facts this week. Remember... If you like the Xander's Facts Podcast, if you want to support the Xander's Facts Podcast, if you liked all the football facts this week, remember to click the follow button, download the podcast, rate the podcast, review the podcast, and then go on other socials, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, at Xander's Facts, Xander's Facts Podcast, that's Xander with a Z, 
Check out the link tree. It's got all the links, including the TikTok link for Xander's Facts that's in this episode's description. And most importantly, tell all your friends, Xander's Facts Podcast, spread the facts. All your friends are going to be wondering how you picked all the NFL games and the college football playoff games correctly. You'll be like, Xander told me, Xander's Facts Podcast, spread the facts. There you go. That is a wrap on episode 47 of the Xander's Facts Podcast. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. And we'll see y'all with episode 48 next week.